0: everyone you're listening to on the rise podcast with your hosts amanda and joe we're two kiwi girls who share nearly 30 years of friendship and we plan to take you on a journey of self-discovery and personal development to help you rise up in all areas of your life you can expect
1: real talk tough topics and unapologetic vulnerability we want to inspire you to believe you're worth more, to never settle for average, and to have confidence to take up space in all areas of your life. If you haven't done so, please hit the subscribe button so you don't miss the next episode, and we'd love for you to connect with us on Instagram at on the underscore rise podcast. Let's get into it. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode 11. And before we get into it, how are you, Amanda?
0: I'm good, thank you. Um, Joe and I have seen each other this week already, um, but yeah, we've had, I've had a really good week.
1: I know, these days and these weeks and these months are just flying by.
0: <laughs> yeah, they really are.
1: But we were together on Monday at uh, David Goggins' events that we went to, a full day of learning
0: was awesome you know i think we spoke about the fact that we've got a couple of things on the radar in terms of personal development this year but that was one of them so it was the adapt or die conference i was lucky enough to go with my son um my son is 16 and he is not built for school in (laughs) any way shape or form he has got some really awesome goals, and he'd actually approached me about this conference. I think I was speaking to you about it, Joe. Um, probably five months ago. Yeah. Uh, it was a while ago. Uh, I hadn't actually heard of David. I mean, I heard of David Goggins, but I didn't really know who he was. I'd sort of seen him on social media. But, yeah, my son was, you know, asking me, like, can we please go? So we made a bit of a weekend of it. Our whole family went and we stayed in Brisbane for the night. Which was really cool. Stayed at a hotel that ended up being right next door to the conference, which nice. wasn't planned but was awesome. And yeah, had a nice dinner out the night before, and was just a really cool time. And then got to spend the whole day with my with my awesome boy.
1: So he is someone special, guys. And we have said watch the space, but we will be getting a out on this podcast because he is special and. continues to blow our minds really
0: yeah I mean I'm biased I do show Joe some of the things that he does and we're just both like what the heck how is he doing this but um it's interesting I don't know if this is going to resonate with people but you know he's not an academic he's not an academic and he's not he's really not good at school but I think that that's okay like I think it's nice to lean into our kids strengths and know their weaknesses he knows it Uh, He struggles, but he's so wonderful in so many other areas. So, you know, if that resonates with you, like really lean into your kids, you know, um, what what they're good at and what they love. Uh, But yeah, so that's a little bit of what we've been up to. But it really inspired us for today to share some of the learnings that we got from the um, event itself, right? Um, and just for those of you who don't know, just a quick, I suppose, overview of who David Goggins is, because he really is. Uh, he's crazy. I <laughs> <laughs> He is something else. Next level. He's done all these crazy things. But if you don't know him, um, he's a retired Navy SEAL. Uh, he's the only member of the U.S. Armed Forces to complete SEAL training, Army Ranger School and Air Force Tactical Air Controller training. What on earth? That's already enough, but it doesn't stop there. (laughs) He's known really for his mindset and pushing the limit. Um, So he's completed more than 70 ultra distance races. And for ultra distance, I believe they are between 50 and 100 miles.
1: Which is about, what, 160 kilometers? Yeah,
0: something like that. Yeah, 100 miles is about 160K. Crazy. And also in crazy uh, environments as well. Like I think he's done them in the desert and he's done them like crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, I've completed a half Ironman, man, and i it was a, it was a killer, so an ultra marathon I can't even imagine um he often places top five for those uh, he's a former Guinness world record holder for completing four thousand and thirty pull ups in seventeen hours. What on earth? He's also a public speaker now um you know traveled the world sharing his philosophy on how to master the mind you know, he's done all these physical things, but he often talks about the fact that it's actually mindset for him. It's not really about the physical.
1: 100% mindset.
0: <laughs> but it's mindset. Um, when he's not speaking, he he's an advanced emergency technician in a big city emergency room. And during the summer, I didn't even know this job exists, but he's a wildland firefighter. So I think they jump out of planes. Yeah. Insane. Madness. And on top of all of that, and he spoke about this a lot at the event, and I think it's a good time to share it here too, he had a, a really awful childhood. He lived with a father mm. who was abusive towards him and his mother. Uh, he he suffered a lot of childhood trauma. He really came from a place where, you know, in his own words, he really shouldn't have survived. He shouldn't be here. So yeah. I think that's a really you know good reminder. Whilst it's ugly and not nice, it's a good reminder, I think. Um, particularly for the things we talk about so that's who he yes. is yes and that's why we wanted to go
1: yeah it was incredible so he was like the the highlight of the event um and prior to David there was I think maybe three other speakers which was great because it really just covered you know a, a mix of different things you know funnels and marketing um how to purchase businesses oh we love that one yeah he was great <laughs> Um, And then the third guy was really around um, property and buying homes and, you know, just hearing about different people that have paid off their houses like in seven years, some under five years. So I think for me, like just the biggest takeaway overall is just being around those like-minded people and hearing what other people are doing out there just makes it my, I guess my saying so to say is if they can i can yes so yeah i guess that was my biggest takeaway i just love being around people that are just on the same path as you
0: yeah yeah Yeah, it was super inspiring i think uh, i've got so many takeaways but um just thinking specifically about the property one like there was a couple that were there that was speaking about uh the fact that they were i don't know forty thousand dollars in debt or something when they engaged with one of the speakers that presented and, you know, in five years or something, not a long time, they've cleared that debt. They were living in the, the you know, um, garage of one of the parents, cleared the debt and bought, have bought 11 houses. Yeah, both forklift drivers and now they've got this amazing revenue stream from property. So it just was, like Joe said, it made it feel like things are possible. Yeah, for sure. One of the ones I really want to talk about today was the guy that spoke about um, owning businesses. His name's Aaron Sansoni. He is known as, is it Mr. Empire? Is that his tagline? I think so. Something like that. But the sort of strategies that he was talking about were insane. So this guy uh, owns 70 businesses, something like that. Yeah. And he spoke a lot about his strategy to get them. So you spoke a lot about buying into, so buying into companies or businesses that are already under management. So you really are, you know, the investor Uh, and also acquiring them as well and building those businesses up to sort of feed each other. So when he spoke about empire, you know, he said you could have a business or buy a business, for example, that's a building business. And then you might also buy a business that's a landscape business and those ones feed each other yeah. as well so it was just a really cool concept that I hadn't thought about before and I think the cool thing that I liked was a lot of times he would you know structure deals in a way where
1: it wasn't a lot of money that he had to put into it yeah yeah and that was a massive myth that he spoke about hey eh? like you don't actually need money well there are ways that you can buy businesses without money up front
0: yeah, and he's, uh, the other thing I liked about him, though, was the fact that he liked to work ethically, you know, and I think that's a big deal yes. for, for you and I. You know, we have um, values that we don't want. We obviously want to uphold in whatever business that we're doing. So he, you know, whilst he, whilst he might not put money into it um, up front, he works out a deal that can work for both parties. Yeah. So, uh, that really resonated with me as well. Yeah, because it's reputation
1: is yeah, important as well, yeah, right? Yeah, and your
0: own values that you, you don't want to go against those.
1: Yeah, the other thing that Aaron spoke about, you know, similar to David, is that, you know, he didn't have an easy upbringing. You know, he came from a family of poverty. And I just love it because, you know, I I feel like I, and a lot of people can probably relate that, you know, it doesn't matter what you've been through, you can totally turn your life around. And that's exactly what he's done. And I remember him saying something along the lines like, he has a deep obligation to share it, share what he does because he came from nothing. And he knows that if people can learn these strategies, then they too can, you know, possibly change their lives as well.
0: Yeah, for sure. That I loved that part. That made him feel really human as mm.
1: well.
0: Yeah. You know, he was quite a character on the stage, if I'm honest. He was quite funny, right? Um, yeah. But then when he got into that side of things, he really, you know, leaned into it and it was quite emotional, spoke about his mother, spoke about his father, who was a drug addict and chose, yeah. basically chose drugs over his family. So yeah. yeah, it was, it was quite touching as well. So what about some of the other speakers? I think um, one that resonated with me as well was Graham uh, Holmes, is that he said? Graham yes. Holmes. So he works in the finance industry, right? He's a broker of sorts. Yeah. Yeah, financial yeah. broker. So he's the one that was, uh, we had the couple that were talking about building their property portfolio, but he was fantastic. So he spoke a lot about, um,
1: you know, the bank.
0: His his license plate is F- actually FTB. I'll let you work that out. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he spoke a lot about, you know, banks don't work in your favor.
1: Mm. and I've
0: worked at banks for many years I get it I know what they're doing I know the profits they're making and I know their interest rates are still rising so and I know that that has an impact on our families so
1: so his knowledge was really cool I don't know what you thought about him though yeah Yeah. no I was really inspired by the work that he's done with other families as well and I remember a stat that he shared was that only 20 percent of people retire debt-free scary yeah it was quite confronting but in a good way to you know when you put the stats up on the screens to see like what are you doing to change that stat for yourself is mm. that going to be you when you retire or are you going to be part of the 20% so yeah I love that
0: and I think and I think he also resonated with us because he spoke a lot about budgeting you know mm. and it really resonated because obviously we've created our free budget template. Uh, and we, you know, really, truly believe that you have to know where your money's going and you have to have a plan. Uh, but, yeah, he really doubled down on that. And also his strategies around paying mortgages down quickly. I feel like that's a really good, maybe a good topic for another day. Like, I feel like it's a whole nother thing that we can probably mm. talk about. But that was a really... Really awesome reminder, you know, just because the bank have set you up for 30 years of a mortgage, you don't want to spend 30 years paying it off.
1: Yeah, for sure. There's
0: definitely better ways. So that was really cool. Yeah. So another really great speaker that was there was a guy called Ned Brockman. I think he's 24, something crazy like that. He's such a young guy and he was wonderful. So his story is uh, that he, uh, I think he might be from Sydney. But he was really struggling with seeing all of the homeless around the city. It really, I suppose, got to him, and he wanted to do something. Wow. So he, this is crazy, mindset again, so it's probably great he was at this conference. He aligns a lot with David Goggins, but he um, decided to do a charity run, and he ran from Perth all the way to Sydney. Wow. Which is the equivalent, I think, of, I think it took him something like 46 days but it was the equivalent of two full marathons a day or something crazy like that it was just insane ended up raising around 2.6 million i think for homelessness wow and just was a really great guy like he was a great example of somebody who was working at the time was a little bit overweight like working as a, i think he was an apprentice sparky or something like that didn't love what he did yeah wasn't really inspired was a little bit chubby when he looked in the mirror and I think he thought that he's a better way like yeah you know, didn't he hadn't really run a day in his life which I thought was hilarious like put himself oh, out yeah. there and get this got on the um because I think I don't know if you made that one Joe. it was I
1: think I just missed
0: that Um, So, he sort of, you know, made himself accountable, I suppose, by putting himself out there on the Australian breakfast show. And he was just wearing his budgie smugglers. He was just wearing dogs. So, it was, you know. It's good marketing. Yeah, it is. It was pretty much like, this is us. So, yeah. So, really inspiring. I think it's nice to hear that. And from somebody so young.
1: Yeah, it's incredible. What on earth? Yeah. 24. What were you doing at 24? Wow.
0: (laughs) What were we doing together?
1: Probably bottom right there yeah exactly um so yeah super cool yes and then the last speaker was of course the man himself david goggins so yeah the biggest thing that i got from him was just his mindset his resilience that no matter what life has thrown at him life happens for everyone and we're all going through something. We're all being through something. But how you choose to actually move forward from there. Yeah, it's he's quite, insane.
0: been insane. I felt that way too.
1: I think when he came on stage, it's funny.
0: Like, you know, people that have done the inner work, I feel like, I don't know if you think this, Joe, but people that have done the inner work, I feel like you can see it. How yeah. they How they walk, how they present themselves, how they talk. Their whole demeanor. Like you can really, yeah. really see and feel that they have you know, done the work that they need to do yeah um, yeah which is cool yeah definitely mindset
1: was was insane yeah and I think you know one thing that he spoke about is that um most of us are obviously a lot more comfortable staying in our comfort zone you know people avoid going towards the discomfort and where his she is the complete opposite
0: he likes to live in it, yeah. yeah,, which was foreign, right? yeah. I found it funny when he spoke about his haters, like you know obviously he's in a position where everyone gets hate, but you know, celebrities even more, or people that are out there put yeah. themselves out there. Uh, and his approach to that is the funniest thing I'd ever heard. So he basically screenshots all of his hate. Anyone that says crap about him, he <laughs> takes a screenshot and then he records it as an audio recording in his phone or whatever. Basically makes it, you know, adds a beat to it, like makes it a makes mix it. track, yeah. And then runs, you know, if he's having a bad day, chucks it on, listens to it and runs to it. And that fuels something. And that's his fuel. And I, that, I love it. It's the right attitude though, right? You're always going to have people and this is for everybody telling yeah. you, you, know, who you who do you think you are? Really you, can't think you, are. Yeah. you can't do that. You can't do that he so use that as fuel I thought was such a good approach and he even makes videos you know he's running and doing it and he's making videos while he is and he's sort of showing those haters like who cares what you say I don't care
1: yeah he's he's pretty next level mm.
0: one of the things that I found and it's so funny because it wasn't even part of his um, him talking and it wasn't mm. part of the interview that was sort of like a podcast interview style I suppose eh Joe, Joe and I wanted to take over the mic <laughs> <laughs> we were like we can do this <laughs> Let us talk to David. (laughs) Um, But I think the thing that I found the most surprising and I suppose was a really awesome takeaway for me was when we got to the questions from the crowd. The crowd was interesting. It was filled with a lot of, you know, really different people, right? A lot of older people that were um, business owners, a ton of younger guys. Yeah. Like, obviously, his market is, you know, a lot of young guys, my son being one of them, but a lot of really interesting people. But when they, got up and spoke like a lot of them had these really horrific traumas that they spoke about and they were sharing that with the whole you know everyone that was there and i think it just reminded me that you know everyone has a story And everyone, you know, can be broken from things. Yeah. So you're showing compassion towards people. And these people look like they've got it all together. It doesn't mean anything. Like, I've got beautiful hair and their makeup's done and I've got the designer bags and, you know, all of that. But Mm. they're just as broken as anybody else. Yeah. So that was a really cool, I think, sort of humanity type
1: reminder.
0: Yeah. And I think, too, even just being surprised at – the amount of men that were willing to get up and share. Yeah. Like an example was um, an immigrant. I don't know if you, if you heard yes. this one. He was beautiful. So he got up and spoke about basically feeling like he didn't deserve the life that he had. Yeah. So he'd come from, I think it was Colombia or no, Venezuela. Yes. It was. Yeah, That's Venezuela. One. Come from Venezuela, taught himself English like seven years ago. Got his master's degree. Got his master's degree got his dream job and now he's in that dream job and he was nearly crying like a lot of these guys get up and nearly cry and um you know basically saying I I feel like an imposter
1: yeah I don't feel
0: like I deserve yeah so that I found that really touching and I think you know I, I think about this topic a lot because society is you know really pushing certain um messages I suppose but our men need our support. Like mm. our men are so important. We have to uplift them, and you know, make sure that they know that they're important.
1: Yeah, mm. and that's really what David did for him. Was just really reminded him who the heck he was. Yes. Like, and you're just there. and just the it. shift in him, yeah. eh, from yeah. from that.
0: So I think cool
1: sometimes, you know, for all of us, it's so easy to forget how far you've come.
0: Yes. Look back. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Don't forget how far you've come. Look at the wins. Like we can be so hard on ourselves sometimes and you just have to like just the other day hey, right I was messaging you mm. and saying that I felt like a failure mm. and know? I was like what <laughs> 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 let's talk but, about this <laughs> yeah like that that's life we all have our stuff right mm, we do
0: I think that was a really nice reminder and I think nice for he wasn't the only example of you know the guys that were getting up but I think just a really nice reminder you know I can be guilty of this you see people and you assume so much Mm. by what they look like and actually it couldn't, couldn't be further from the truth
1: just with social media media being a highlight reel like it's so easy to assume looking from the outside in that someone's got it all together yeah but little do you know like you just have to remember that social media is a snippet of people's lives yeah and you have no idea what's going on behind closed doors. So yeah. to always be kind, to always support and uplift.
0: Yeah, I love that. Yeah. And it is just yeah, people put out what they want people to see, I suppose. Um, but yeah, I think everyone's the same. We're all human. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was an unexpected takeaway from me. I didn't think that it was going to get to that level in that type of place because he's such a like, hard-ass, like it's like, a, mm. you know? Yeah. Um, did you notice, like weird question? But did you notice, because David Goggins has this alter ego. So he, he's David Goggins, but he has this alter ego called Goggins. Goggins. And Goggins is like the guy that goes out and does the ultra marathons. And Goggins is the one that, you know, is basically like get hard. Is, is, oh. And stay Goggins hard. is the one that is stay hard, right? Yeah. Um, that's his tagline. But did you notice and see when he would switch that? Because yeah. you could see it, right? Yeah. It was an alter ego, like, switch. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it was yeah. pretty
0: incredible. And I wonder too, like I know a lot of these big stars and celebrities, they talk about their alter egos and they talk about switching it on, um, but to see it in person was crazy. And I thought about that because, you know, we spoke about my son at the beginning, but Ryder has an alter ego that he uses to put himself out there because if you know him, he's actually a really quiet, lovely boy. But if you look at his social media or the things that he's presenting, He doesn't look like that if you didn't know him. True, And he needed to turn that switch on to be able to do what he wanted to do.
1: Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I think the other thing that impressed me about David Goggins was him just like sharing the importance of his nighttime routine and morning routine, but his nighttime routine just to really switch off um, and meditate and just bring his heart rate back down.
0: Um, actually just thinking about the morning routine stuff as well another great takeaway and reminder we've spoken about this before I think in success habits but was you know he doesn't look at his phone when he wakes up in the morning because it can be such a trap like I think the way he spoke about it was you know your phone has the emails on it from people the messages from people all the things and those things drag you down so you wake up yeah. You look at that first and rather than getting your ass up and going to do your yoga and going to the gym and going for your walk. Filling your cup first. Yeah, you start to be dragged down from mm. the second that you wake up. So, you
1: know, that really resonated as well. Yeah, definitely a discipline to implement it. But when I do it, a massive shift on my day and how I feel like I can honestly say like I feel like I can conquer my day and conquer the world yeah. when I set my morning up correctly yeah and I also love
0: the philosophy he has around it's not just winning the morning or winning the day it's winning every second mm. so he speaks a lot and if you read his books I'm listening to his audiobook at the moment actually I uh, never finished which is the new book that's come out um highly recommend the audiobook. he's got this really cool format where they read a chapter and then there's like a podcast, so it's a bit of an interview into what that chapter was about, a bit more insight and stuff like that. So I love nice. audio, yeah, I'm loving audiobooks at the moment just because I find I have more time to be able just to listen than I do to be able to sit down and just read. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it speaks about winning every second and, and the difference that, you know, a decision can make in a second.
1: Yeah. So that
0: could be in a second you decide, I'm not going to do it today. True. That's a decision, like yeah. and it has an impact for the rest of your day, rest of your week. Oh, I've been twice. I'm not going again this week. Like, True. About all of the impact of those decisions.
1: Something that he said that really stood out, which I thought was really good, was live in suffering at least an hour a day, and that becomes a new normal, and then suffering is nothing. Yeah, I was like, that's like to consciously do that. Do you know what came to mind for me? What? To have a cold shower. Oh yeah. I, so I hate that's the cold. Cool. I and mean, everybody says that that's such a great thing to I'm, do. I, I I that would be suffering for me. I'm gonna have an hour, <laughs> an hour cold shower. I'll, I'll start with one minute. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly.
1: I'll we'll build up it. to it. Yeah. But yeah, I just thought, you know, and when you put that into perspective, it's like when you, like you said, live in suffering, do something really hard, really uncomfortable, at least an hour a day, like then that does become the new normal. And it's like yeah. when things come at you it's like is that all you got yeah bring it on that was his mindset eh? is that all yeah, yeah 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 i'd love to
0: get to that <laughs> i'd love to get to that place in my mindset. I think yeah that's definitely like the, the goal in terms of that so yeah so i hope you can see that we were obviously fired up by that i think that brings us to a close in terms of all of the takeaways we had we hope you found that really helpful um there were a couple of really good reminders in there i think and also just really wanted to share and we're going to share more ways in which we're working on our personal development this year. And that was yeah. that was one of them. Um and not a super high cost either, I wanted to point out.
1: Mm. Um
0: obviously we had accommodation on top, but you know, it wasn't, it was a hundred and something dollars, I think, for our ticket. Yeah. Uh, and worth every penny like the access that we had to the people on the day was
1: amazing um lots of
0: takeaways and probably a bit of homework for both of us as well I think
1: yeah for sure I mean that's probably the key piece after any big event like that it's all good to listen and to learn but it's like what are you actually going to put into action yeah I think we're motivated more than ever so that's cool well thank you guys for tuning in to episode 11 Uh, We hope you enjoyed that and we will talk to you guys really soon. Have a good week. See you guys.